Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day guys, obviously the biggest story, or one of the biggest stories to come out of the weekend was Lachlan Lewis at halftime against the South Sydney Rabbitohs as they're walking off the field. Uh, a little bit of a UFC throw on, of course, South Sydney Rabbitohs 5'8", Cody Walker. Um, and look, it's been two weeks in a row now, the Canterbury Bulldogs are sort of... I don't know if you'd say off-field stuff, but sort of irrelevant stuff has sort of dominated the news. Of course, we had Sam Walker against them. He ran backwards 90 metres. We spoke about that for three days, for an eternity, for what it seemed. Uh, Now it feels like we've been talking about Lachlan Lewis for a couple of days. Now... Look, I, I just think it was a bit of a brain explosion, to be honest with you. We heard rumours about um, that it came out that Cody Walker <laughs> said he should go back to reserve grade, which, I mean, uh, like all the South Sydney boys have come out and said, oh, that wasn't said, blah, blah, blah. But I mean... Even if it was or it wasn't, I mean, really not much in that. Let's be perfectly honest here. I mean, compared to some of the sledges we've heard in rugby league, I mean, that's almost a pat on the back, realistically. So, um, But according to the Rabbitohs boys, that's not what was said. I'd love to know what was said because it's a really strange moment. Like when you look at the body language of Cody Walker and of Lachlan Lewis, it's a bit strange. They're both sort of giggling. They're both sort of laughing. There's not really a heap of emotion in it. So I would love to know what Cody Walker did say because you can see Lachlan Lewis, he is giggling. He is laughing. Um, even uh, it's, not, it's not complete anger that overcomes him. So, you know, for me in rugby league now for... Someone to throw a punch, I mean, you have to have that much aggression coming out of you because it's going to cost your team, it's going to cost your side, it could quite possibly, depending on who you are, cost your spot in your team if you cost that game for them because you can't keep yourself intact. And, you know, it makes me think, you know, I I think moving forward, the only time we're going to really see punches is probably when something is said about... Um, a wife, a mother, children, sister, these sort of things that are definitely stepping over the line because I think players are well aware of how much it's going to cost them. I think coaches are well aware of how much it's going to cost their team and they would be drilling into them that we don't need this. We cannot allow ourselves to play on with 12 or whatever it is, especially the way that they're now simbitting and sending guys off. I just don't think we're going to see too many guys step over that line to force guys to throw punches and whatnot. And I think that's been evident 
in the last year or two. I mean, we had Payne Haas and Tino in Origin. Obviously, that's a heightened stage, so there's a lot of aggression. There's a lot of... Um, there's just so much more energy going into that club level. I really don't think we're going to see too many proper stinks. We're going to see guys grab each other. We're going to see guys get close to each other and push each other and hold their fists up, not really do anything, though. But this moment was very strange because something obviously got to Lachlan Lewis. I don't know if he was just trying to get under the skin of Cody Walker. I'm not sure if that was just the ploy because he sort of did it giggling and laughing, but the way that he sort of twisted him over his body, I mean, if I was Wayne Bennett, my number one concern would have been you know, you're twisting Cody Walker over his own body when he's not expecting it, when he's not bracing for it as well. So, I mean, there could have been there could have been a knee injury, there could have been a shoulder injury there. There, there, there could have been a lot of things that could have gone on in that moment. Thankfully, it didn't. Um, and I, you know, I'd love to know what Cody did. So, I'd love to know if there was even anything said realistically. I think just think Lock and Lewis, he's a bit of a different cat. He's a little bit out there. He's always been a little bit out there. Let's be perfectly honest with you. Like even the way that he plays football is a little bit unorthodox. The way that he kicks a ball is a little bit unorthodox. It's like he's a statue and he's kicking a football. He just freezes. It's he, He's a very unorthodox sort of character. I keep using that word to describe him. I think it's the best way to describe Lachlan Lewis. And I think this moment was a little bit out there as well. I mean, considering, you know, they're playing the South Sydney Rabbitohs. The Rabbitohs were out about a dollar and twelve cents to win this game. The Canterbury Bulldogs are well and truly in that game, like well and truly in the contest of that game when they probably shouldn't be, according to all the bookies, according to just about everyone, they shouldn't have been in that game. And we see him come up with this play. I just don't... It just made no sense to me. As I've said a few times, I'd love to know what was said. And, you know, I said last week... um yeah, look, he was the hero against the Roosters. They still lost that game, but he got them back into it, came out with a couple of big plays. One big play he came up with was kicking the ball on second or third tackle from 20 metres out, and he managed to get to it first to set up in the end goals, and he scored. And the amount of Bulldog fans I had messaging me saying, how are we re-signing this guy? And look, I understand that play was unreal, but, I mean, if he goes for that play and the ball bounces an extra metre before it sits up and it goes dead, I'm sorry, I, 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 do you all want to re-sign him? Or is it all of a sudden looking Lewis, oh, he kicked it on third tackle. Why the hell would he do that? This is the game that we're in. Why would he kick it on third tackle and kick it dead? I mean, there's, there's it, it was a good play because it worked out for him. But was it a smart rugby league play? I'm not sure about that. And I think this is the sort of stuff that has dominated Lachlan Lewis's career. I've been watching him in reserve grade this year as well. And I mean, it's been more of the same. He's not overly consistent. He's not overly reliable. He does pull out these games occasionally where he does extraordinary things. I remember him kicking a field goal. I think it might have even been on his debut. He's put in a a number of unreal kicks, but he's also made a lot of mistakes in first grade and been unreliable for quite some time. And I had people messaging me after the Roosters game saying, why are we re-signing him? And I mean, I said at the time, he's not reliable. He's not He's not a guy that you can rely on in big moments. And within seven days, here they are against the South Sydney Rabbitohs, a game they have no right to win, a game they have no right to be in the contest of against a team like South Sydney, let's be honest here. They're in it at halftime, and he decides to attack Cody Walker and wrestle him to the ground as they're walking off. I mean, it is just stupid sort of stuff, and this is the reason why I wouldn't be re-signing him. I just, I think it's crazy. And you know what? He played a good game against South Sydney. No doubt about it. He played a good game. And I, you know, I had, I had a couple of messages about how, oh, I love the passion that he brings. And you know what? I don't mind the passion he brings either, but I'm sorry. That's not passion. That is stupidity. That is complete and utter stupidity. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. I mean, why, what, what, what on earth would push him to do that in that moment? You could see the Bulldogs players, they were looking around going, what the fuck is happening as well? It just made no sense whatsoever. It was a selfish play where he let himself get carried away in the moment. And what, I mean, poor Trent Barrett sitting up there must have just been going, what on earth is happening? What on earth is this guy doing? 
He's got us in this game. He is playing well. He's played well the last two weeks, and he comes up with this. With all due respect, I'm all for players trying to get under each other's skin. You all know, know I've been a huge fan of Tyson Gamble. I really love him. I love the way he goes about his footy. It's unreal. I had a couple of messages this week saying Tyson Gamble's the same as Lock and Lewis. I don't believe he is. Lock and Lewis is also a lot further into his career. He should have got this shit out of his game. I understand he's passionate. I get it. But you've got to be smart with your passion. I feel like Tyson Gamble is smarter with his passion, and he backs it up every single time. Yeah, he stands up and he delivers. He comes up with smart plays. He's able to do this sort of stuff, then bring himself back into the game. He, he did it against the Sharks a couple of weeks ago. You saw the Jesse Ramian play. He was then able to lay on a few tries and play his role in a team. Lock and Lewis, I don't trust him to do this. I really don't. He's proven over a long period of time that he, you can't trust him to hang in games for full 80 minutes to deliver when the Canterbury Bulldogs need it. I understand he hasn't been in a great team. I get that 100%. But, I mean, he goes back and plays for that Mounties team who are doing pretty damn well, and I see more of the same. I don't see him being a reliable character. I don't see him being a future guy that you can build an NRL team around in the halves. I think Canterbury have made the right decision by not re-signing him. And I think that play on the weekend sort of sums up who Lachlan Lewis is. He's a bit of an unorthodox character. He's a bit of a weird cat. You don't really know what he's going to do next. He doesn't really know what he's going to do next. I mean, there was a try that he set up when he came back on for for um, Ockenbaugh. I mean, the ball got offloaded to, offloaded to him. He juggled it in the air, then slapped it to his winger. It was fine. Play on. I'm happy with it. But once again, just a bit of an unorthodox sort of thing that he's got in his game. And there's nothing wrong with being unorthodox, yeah? But for me... His unorthodox, it's not overly hard to handle. There are little moments where he pulls off things that are unreal, but it's not like he's a Tyrone Peachy or he's a Cody Walker where his unorthodox is just impossible to read or a Joey Manu. He's probably the best example. I would call him unorthodox when he plays fullback because you never know what he's going to do. But he's just so damaging and so powerful and so fast. I don't really put Lock and Lewis in that same sort of caliber. He, he's unorthodox as in Canterbury doesn't know what he's going to do and it's a little bit of chaos and the whole team doesn't know really know what's going on. That's where I put him, and I wouldn't be re-signing him. I think they've made the right call. And I think that that moment the other day was just batshit crazy. I don't, I don't understand why he could possibly do it. And, you know, at the time, I sort of thought, geez, is it really a sin bin? I mean, and, and look, by the book, I still sort of stand by it. Can you sin bin someone as they're walking off at halftime? I mean, it's not in the context of the game. He didn't throw a punch. Um, I mean, if they just grabbed each other and yelled at each other and then tossed each other away, would they get Sinbin there? I don't know. If he did that during the game, yeah, if there was a moment in the game where there was just a turnover and they were having words with each other and they wrestled each other to the ground, do they get Sinbin? I'm not sure if they do. A really interesting moment. I don't disagree with him being Simbin. I think that if you're going to grab someone like that from behind when they're not expecting to drag them to the ground, risk them getting injured, you deserve to be punished. No doubt about it. But I wonder if the rule is you're actually allowed to Simbin someone at halftime. I think it's a really interesting one, and I think it's one of those rules that we we're probably never prepared for because we probably never expected a guy as they're walking off the field to wrestle another guy to the floor as they're smiling and sort of giggling at each other. It's just a bit ridiculous. Um, and it's just, it sums up Lockie Lewis for me. It really does. I like him. I think he's got ability. I think he's got England written on his forehead. And I think he would do really well in England as well. I just don't think he's quite cut to make it in the NRL. That's just my personal opinion. I stand by Canterbury's decision. I think they've got to move in another direction. I think he has got something to offer in rugby league. I'm just not sure if it's in the NRL. And that moment for me on the weekend, that really stands out to me. Um, Poor old Trent Barrett. I mean, imagine watching that. Your team hangs in the balance and that happens and he gets sent 10 in the bin like a really, really tough pill to swallow. And let's be honest here, Canterbury, even though they they had 12 on the field for the first 10 minutes, second half, they hung in the contest. I think they conceded one try. 
see how Sydney ended up winning that game. I think they won by eight points. But, I mean, all things considered, I think it's a moment that if Lachlan Lewis doesn't do that, I think there's a really good chance they could have won that game of football. Only eight points of difference. They scored six points while they were off the field. I mean... I think there's a fair argument that if Locke and Lewis doesn't come up with that play, they probably win. And the other thing, which I never understand, why on earth are people trying to get under Cody Walker's skin? I'm sorry, is there any player in this competition that responds better to someone trying to niggle them? Cody Walker is the absolute king of it. If one of my, if I was playing Cody Walker and one of my guys was trying to get under his skin, I'd say, what on earth are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you pissing this bloke off? Why are you poking the bear? We know that whenever someone has a go at Cody Walker, he puts on tries really quickly. He absolutely loves getting dragged into a corner and getting put into an individual contest with someone else, and he'll let you know about it. And he did. You know, he, he set up AJ for, for a try once Lock and Lewis was off. He was more fired up than what he was before Lock and Lewis went off the field. I've seen it happen a heap of times. I saw Cooper Cronk do it to him last year, get up in his face, and Cody Walker absolutely blitzed them. I mean, I don't understand why anyone does this. It blows me away. If there's one guy in this competition that I'm not trying to piss off because I think I'm going to get under their skin, I mean, it's Cody Walker. We've seen him on a number of occasions. People try and get under his skin. Cody Walker comes out on top. I've got him in my super coach team. As soon as I see someone shove him, someone push him, someone giggle at him, someone point at him, I go, beautiful. Here comes 60 super coach points in the next 25 minutes. He's going to explode. And he always does. I don't understand why Lachlan Lewis would think, hey, I'm going to be the guy that's going to get under Cody Walker's skin. No, you're not. You never were going to be the guy that's going to get under Cody Walker's skin. The best way for you to get under Cody Walker's skin is to keep playing good footy, not to do shit like that at halftime. And look, as much as Cody Walker, the South Sydney players are saying he didn't say go back to reserve grade, I guarantee you that's what Cody Walker's thinking. He's looking at this guy going, you're not NRL standard. You're not in the same ballpark as me. What on earth are you doing? And Cody Walker didn't have to say it, but I'll tell you right now, he's thinking it. He won't say that. South Sydney won't say that. The boys won't say that. But let's be honest, here he is. 100% he is. And there's nothing wrong with that as well. Cody Walker, he's he's taken his game to a new elite level over the last few years. And if a Lachlan Lewis was coming up to me and doing the same thing and I was Cody Walker, I'd be thinking, who the hell is this bloke? It wouldn't rattle me at all. And if it did rattle me a little bit, I'm Cody Walker. I know what I'm going to do over the next 20, 25 minutes. I've got weapons all around me. I'm one of the best natural ball players in our game. The game has never been suited more to Cody Walker than right now. If, I, if I'm a coach and any of my guys were getting under the skin of Cody Walker in the first half, I'd say to them at halftime, what the fuck are you doing? Why do you think you're going to be the guy that's going to get this guy off his game? No one's done it before. We, we, like, surely we've learned this lesson, haven't we? Surely we've learned this lesson with Cody Walker. Just let him go about his business and hope he's quiet. You're not going to get under his skin and get the better of him. You see him as well whenever he gets injured. Yeah, whenever he gets slightly injured and it's in a tackle or whatever, he gives the other player an absolute filthy. Even if it's not their fault, it might be a complete accident, but he gives them a filthy and he remembers it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And you can see the next few sets he'll hobble around, but then he'll find his front and he will just start to dominate again. I really think this is a silly play from Lock and Lewis. I think it was a silly play to do it at halftime. I think it was a silly play to do it to Cody Walker. I think that you could see in his emotional reaction that Cody Walker obviously didn't say anything too bad. He obviously didn't say anything too bad to him, 
if anything, I'm actually questioning looking at it if Cody Walker really said much to him, to be perfectly honest with you. And if it is that the South Sydney boys are defending Cody and trying, you know, to, to maybe not, not not make it look as bad, he said something about reserve grade. I mean, cop it on the chin, kid. You get much worse. You will get much worse when moving forward. I'll be shocked if you haven't had much worse. He's obviously the nephew of Wally Lewis. I wouldn't be shocked if there was some sort of comment there. But, I mean, eh. <laughs> I mean, someone said to me, oh, you're not as good as an immortal. Okay, sweet. Um, I mean, who's getting offended by that? I just, I think it's a very strange scenario. I think that if Cody Walker said something worse to Lachlan Lewis, he wouldn't have reacted with a smile and a giggle and bear hug him. I think he would have just flat out punched him. He didn't, he didn't have that emotional reaction straight away. I don't think it could have been anything too bad. You saw the way that Cody Walker deal with it after the game when he was talking to Matty Johns. He giggled and laughed through the thing. I think he knew it was a huge overreaction by Lachlan Lewis and that he looked like an idiot. If Cody Walker would have said something bad, I think he would have been a little bit worried about the backlash from it. He didn't. It seemed like a complete non-event. Look, I understand people like Lachlan Lewis. So, so do I. I think he has got a little bit to offer. I don't think it's in the NRL, and I don't think it's at the Canterbury Bulldogs. I think they've made the right decision. And I think that his actions the other night, it probably just doubled down on the Canterbury Bulldogs that, you know what, we have made the right call here, in my opinion. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 